Before we get started, the hashtag MayAsianArt campaign was created by, guess who? Collaboration SF. We thought about how APA Heritage Month represents a time to reflect. There's a huge spectrum of our different cultural traditions and histories. We wanted a way for our visual artists to engage with those histories in the present. Hashtag MayAsianArt is a platform to promote the creation of work by AAPI artists on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook from May 1st through the 31st. Share your finished piece of art right now using the hashtag MayAsianArt. That's hashtag M-A-Y-S-I-A-N-A-R-T. You can visit collabsf.org for more information. That's collab with the K. And now, on to our show. A track, please sample that and send it back to us. That's what we need. Golden Great. <laughs> Welcome to Golden Great, Collab SF's podcast empowering Asian American stories from the gold rush to the gold open. My name is Long Vo. I'll be your host. So I was the creative blogger for collaboration. I started the Collab SF Get Slip and by day trade, a personal trainer. I'm with Josh, executive director of Collab SF and executive producer of the podcast. Can you tell us about Collab? I can tell you about Collab. So great to be here, but before, I'm curious about, like, what was this hashtag Collab SF Gets Lit thing? I feel like listeners would want to know. Oh, it's a interview series of Asian-American women, writers, and first started just in America, but we did cover people in other countries, so we had one in Canada and one in London covering identity um, writing a craft and also being Asian American woman in the field where it's always been predominantly white. Yeah, I think before we even get started going through this podcast, I'm just excited to see you on in audio format and not the written. It's a different craft, definitely. I have done podcasts on the back end. I've worked on a music podcast, helped production of it, and different being in front, and I've been around in the tech media industry for like 10 years now, so it's kind of fun to com- come back in with a different perspective and storytelling. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm excited to hear what you have to say. In regards to Collab, because I'm not sure if everyone knows, um, we are an organization dedicated to promoting the Asian Pacific Islander presence in entertainment and media um, to provide the skills and resources that artists need to succeed there. Um, so we, it's pretty cool. We are part of the San Francisco chapter looking to cultivate both creativity and passion in the Bay. We have were founded a decade ago by actress, producer, and podcast host Minji Chang. Shout out to you, Minji. Uh, and Collab as a whole was started in 2000 by comedian Paul Kim. So, Josh, you're the brainchild for this. I mean, I have my year's experience, but you have a fresh perspective on the podcast. Can you tell us the evolution of it? Um, sure. So this idea has definitely been brewing for, I guess, the past nine to 12 months. My background before, I started out in radio in high school and worked at my community radio station, internet KQED, and was always really interested in various forms of storytelling, whether that's been through film and audio, but podcasts and the audio format has always been really special to me and that it really forces the listener to hang out and get into the space of the storyteller. Um, The initial idea was talking with my other amazing executive director, Michelle, and we're trying to start a conversation about how we could further our reach and how we could grow. Um, And we thought the best way to do that was to further entrench our roots in this local community um, and in the larger space of the Asian diaspora, which has just exploded in the past year. 
Um, I think this podcast really came from a place of wanting to bring more humanity and nuance to a lot of the amazing artists and activists and community members we'd been able to highlight through the other stuff that we do a collab, whether it's a music showcase or an open mic or an artist workshop. We wanted a more intimate space for our audience and our community to be able to get to know not just each other better, but I guess ourselves, which I know sounds kind of faux deep, but I think that's really the goal here. One thing I do want to bring to the table is the discussion of the term Asian American as not a static. We had a conversation about if this podcast, if we just only chase Asian American stories as if that's going to put us in a niche. That always rubbed me the wrong way because, you know, I think we're always taught that we're the minority in that small segment gets pushed in like another category. If you go on Netflix, you have to go deep, 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 deep down and we're the last category, right? And story creators are really good at crafting very specific ideas and making it universal enough. Like, mm. what's the greatest story right now we have in America is like Star Wars, right? Which borrows from Asian culture. And I think George Lucas talked about it, how actors on board, when they first did the movie, they're like, there's a Tin Man, there's a guy in some sort of woolly costume and a trash can running around. And I think there was even a quote saying that someone walked by and saw that and said, this movie's going to suck. But somehow this very specific weird creatures and stuff has hit pop culture and everyone resonates to it. And so the fact that even bars from Asian America, like how do we get our stories like that to connect with people? And they recognize that our differences are also beautiful. You know what I mean? Hmm. How do you feel about that? Now, I, I think a lot of the controversy that came up with Crazy Rich Asians as, I mean, I, mean, I saw it three times, loved it. Um, but one, I think very real issue that people had with the movie was that they didn't feel represented. They were like, okay, how do I resonate with this story of these rich international like tycoons? And I think that really gets at this larger issue of that we haven't had any of those chances to not just tell our stories, but to be human in those stories. We've been able to be stereotyped, um, to be marginalized as the asexualized nerd or the hypersexualized geisha. Like, what even is that? What is a hypersexualized geisha? I don't even know. But, like, that's all a lot of Americans and movie watchers around the world. Like, that's how they see us. And I, we want this to be a space where we're able to expand that definition of what being Asian, not just in America, but around the world really means. And also specifically, too, in Bay Area, we have probably the biggest community of Filipinos, right? That's well, true. I mean, growing up here, a lot of Filipinos, a lot of South Asians, too, um, where I grew up. Graduating from high school and going to college and really seeing that diversity which to me was the norm, is that's not necessarily the case everywhere you go. And when I went to college at Berkeley and I was able to meet a lot of other Asians who had very different experiences, whether they grew up in all-white schools or international schools, and there's a whole weird barrier of like feeling Asian but not fitting in here as an Asian-American, there's a lot of special nuances and dynamics to being Asian, and that's what this podcast is really here to do. I think all of us come from a different background. For me, I'm in my 30s, coming into collab is relatively young, and I have a different perspective. I was talking to someone the other day of, I went through 9-11 when I was young. 
before that, the L.A. riots. That was a big thing in my childhood. Oh, wow. After that, it was I graduated during the recession, so that was like 2008, 2009, and trying to get a job at that time. And then I lived in San Francisco through the bubble of tech and then our now political state. So I have a good range, and then seeing someone fresh and young and not necessarily naive, but just like not jaded yet, and it's good to mix my perspective, my experience, but then also seeing someone young and in, in this group to try to mix those kind of energies together. I think that's the great thing about collab, and I think that's exemplified in this podcast, but in general, I think our staff has been able to hold a wide variety of perspectives and come from different backgrounds uh, and ages, I guess in that case too, of where people are coming from, what they've experienced. So I'm excited to see what you bring uh, with just all your time and experience in the media industry and music specifically, but also what you've seen living and growing up these past, I don't know, 10 years? How long have you been in SF now? 10 years now, yeah. Exactly, so you're like as old in SF as you are for Collab SF. Yes, I actually came the same time Collab SF was born. And so be good to merge my experience and have everyone's experiences merged together with that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of merging, yeah. how do you merge together stuff? Bridges, right? Golden. Wow. Incredible segue. Incredible segue. I don't just, think I've heard of better segue just, in my life. I'm just going to bridge it together. Do it. Golden Great. I how do we it. get the name? So obviously... Golden Gate is a pun on the Golden Gate Bridge, one of the first sites connecting travel and trade from Asia and the Pacific Ocean to America, but also serving as the first landmark that Asian immigrants would pass through before reaching Angel Island. So one, I think it really kind of symbolizes the history of Asian people in this country. From the gold rush, when Chinese people were first coming here uh, with hopes of getting to the Gamsan or the Gold Mountain, to last year's Gold Open with Crazy Rich Asians and seeing hopefully the beginning of a new step for representation in Hollywood. Gold also represents happiness and prosperity in many Asian cultures, and it's a color of empowerment and of worth. The history of Asian America is one of taking what we have and converting it into a golden opportunity. Connecting our nation by train, while enduring horrific working conditions, using the aftermath of the 1906 San Francisco earthquake to bring over paper suns, playing baseball to create a sense of normalcy while the American government interned their own, building a home in America after the devastating effects of U.S. involvement in South Asia, or even discovering the next great tech discovery right here in the Silicon Valley. Every episode is actually going to feature a combination of two things. Interesting conversations and interesting stories. I know, you're thinking, wow, that sounds super broad. How does that play out? Uh, you're going to see a variety of API civic leaders, artists, activists, and ordinary people bringing their narratives to our airwaves. Our collab correspondents have been out in the field for months now, uh, learning the craft of writing from Asian American authors, talking about Asian masculinity with Asian American actors, and celebrating the Laotian New Year and learning about how generational tensions are affecting some of the musical celebrations. In each episode, which are going to be released on the second and fourth Wednesday of every month, will be made up of one or two short pieces telling some of these stories. We're excited for our first episode, which is coming out on 
May 22nd, our producer Ray Wong is going to be talking to Simu Liu. He plays Jung on the hit Netflix show Kim's Convenience, and he talks with Ray about his experiences as an Asian-Canadian actor in the entertainment industry. Um, and I think we have a short clip. Let's take a listen. An Asian man uh, anchoring, carrying a studio franchise to be, you know, to put it in basketball terms, to be the franchise player. And, um, you know, I look at Tom Cruise with the Mission Impossible yeah. franchise as a, as a really, you know, great benchmark. I look at the Fast and Furious. And, you know, even though, um, you know, the character of Han is Asian American, mm. um, you know, he's still not the lead of the franchise. So I'm talking about, like, putting us up at number one. And that's kind of the barrier, the last barrier that I see, you know, that is yet to be broken and that I want to I break. And, you know, I think... I want to draw a distinction between that and like the Jackie Chan and Jet Li movies that have come out in years before. I think I'm a huge Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Donnie Yen fan for sure. Oh you know, yeah, such that's, it's, it's grown into our hearts no matter exactly, what. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But at the same time, as an Asian American, you know, I understand that my experiences are different than theirs. 25 years ago, Asian depictions in pop culture were largely made up of, count it on one hand, you got nerds, you got your unsexy villains sex objects and foreigners but last year featured gold open after gold open at the box office from crazy rich asians to searching as we continue to break down barriers we'll be continuing to shine brighter we want to understand the vast diversity of narratives and backgrounds that make up the aapi community and this podcast tells the human stories and the gold and great and that's going to wrap up our first episode of Gold and Great. Be sure to send in your questions, comments, feedback, and all that good good over to goldengreat at collaboration.org. It's gold, A-N-D, great, G-R-E-A-T, at collaboration with a K.org. We want to hear from you and help bring the light to these stories for our community. Gold and Great's producers are Ray Wong, Michelle Abreira, and our executive producer is Josh Coe. Sound mixing by Michelle Abreira and editing by Ray Wong. The podcast team also includes Christine Alacon and Jenny Lee. With special thanks also going out to Michelle Sim and the co-family. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, and I don't know. Hopefully you make it to the first podcast. Ah, I think I'll stick around. So I've been thinking about ideas for a theme song. Mm -hmm. Right now, while you were getting your drink, so far I have Golden Great. Near the Golden Gate. Gonna talk about the Asian American fate. Why is there so much hate? Our teammates. Guys named Nate. <laughs> that's all I have. That's that's definitely comes from your church background. That's it. Yeah, that's definitely a church song. <laughs> that's definitely a church song. <laughs>